The Daily Rios, episode 462. Happy 100th birthday to Isaac Asimov. As in everything else, there is good and bad. There is good science fiction and there is bad science fiction. Good science fiction tries to invent a society which is different from our own, distinctly different, but which holds lessons for our own. In other words, you suppose that you've got a science, a uh, society in which space travel is common, let us say. What problems arise? What special, what special difficulties do people who are engaged in space travel, what, what are they facing, et cetera, et cetera. Now, this is no promise to you that life will be easy. As a matter of fact, I think that most science fiction stories tend to be on the grim side that that uh, unfavorable futures make for better stories than favorable ones. And a friend of mine says that science fiction writers are scouts sent out by mankind to survey the future and to come back and say, that way lie quicksands. This looks pretty good if we can get over a hill and so on. We don't predict, not deliberately, sometimes we hit on something that actually comes to pass. I've done that myself, but that's largely accidental. The main thing we do is just see if we can illuminate the human condition under a particular system of thinking. That is, suppose we lived in a society other than our own. Now, it's just another version of literature, in other words. Good literature, all of it, is supposed to illuminate the human condition. I am firmly convinced that the problems we face, all the problems humanity faces now, are global in nature. In other words, if the ozone layer is disappearing, it's disappearing for everybody, not just for Americans or just for Egyptians. If we're dealing with overpopulation, the effect on the Earth is universal. Uh, with uh, pollution, there's only one ocean, one atmosphere, and we're polluting it for all of us, whoever pollutes it. And there's no way in which we're ever going to solve these problems all by ourselves. No nation can do it by itself. The only way a sensible, a sensible attack on these problems can be made is by international cooperation, a global effort. So I'm all for international cooperation. I'm against not only war, but I'm against the fact that the world spends half a trillion dollars every year just preparing for wars that they don't dare fight. And that half a trillion dollars that goes into weapons of war, into standing armies, into all kinds of chazarai, can't be used for anything else and isn't. So that we're short on dough for things to combat acid rain, for instance. We can't figure out what to do about a host of problems because we're spending not only all our money, but all our effort and all our emotion on this useless thing of nation versus nation, which maybe destroy us all. There's only one science. Of all the cultural aspects of humanity, the only one which is not broken up into national or regional splinters is science. Different nations have different languages, they may have different religions, may have different dietaries, may have different holidays, different ways of thinking, but there's only one science. In other words, the laws of nature that are discovered by an Englishman or by a German or by an American work in Nigeria and Indonesia and everywhere else. And when a, 
when the Chinese or Japanese join in modern science, they do what we do. They do science as we do. There's only one science. It's the only thing that encompasses all of man.